0: Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith and I'm going to talk about uh, something we talk about not too infrequently here. Uh, Let me just read the title of this article from Inside Higher Ed. Uh, It's a website that was actually, uh, focuses on universities and colleges and news about what's going on there and it's dated March 10th, 2016. The title is Gay Rights Groups Urge NCAA to End Ties to Colleges Requesting Title IX Waiver. Now, let me explain what Title IX is very briefly, especially for those outside of the United States or not involved in education. I'm not a lawyer. I have played one on TV, but I am not a lawyer. But my layman summary is that Title IX was regulation uh, put in place in the early 70s to make sure that boys and girls, different genders in a school setting, Uh, were treated equally. That is, if you had a a girls, I mean, if you had a boys team, then you had to make sure you had a girls team as well. That you had to equally fund, for instance, uh, sports initiatives and things like that for both genders. Now, there was an exemption for religious institutions. Understanding that religious institutions uh, have uh, guidelines that they consider above all things, that if they can't follow those religious guidelines of their faith, they can't even be an institution. Uh, and there's been an understanding from the beginning of this regulation, as I, as I read the history of it, uh, that has allowed religious institutions to ask for such waivers uh, so that they can continue to have funding, et cetera. Well, very recently, in fact, it points out in 2014, the U.S. Department of Education extended Title IX regulation understanding uh, to include all sorts of things, such as, for instance, transgendered people. That is a boy who thinks he's a girl or a girl who thinks that she's a boy. Uh, and these increasing spectrum options, which religious institutions and schools are finding very difficult. They, that, that goes against their faith. So they're asking for waivers. And that brings us to this story. Uh, I'll just read the first part. It says, in a letter sent to the National Collegiate Athletic Association, uh, which is a huge basketball-oriented organization for universities and colleges, uh, sent on Wednesday, more than 80 lesbian, gay, and transgender organizations urged the NCAA to divest from all religious-based institutions that discriminate against transgender students. Uh, essentially saying that if one of these institutions applies for a waiver they're telling the NCAA to kick them out. Do not allow them to participate uh, in this vast basketball industry, to isolate them, shun them, you know, whatever the case may be. Why do we talk about these things frequently? You know, people will say, boy, it just seems like you guys talk about homosexuality a lot. Well, let me highlight. The New York Times talks about homosexuality a lot. The Wall Street Journal talks about homosexuality a lot. Uh, When you actually read the major newspapers of the day, there's a reason that you see people talking about transgender issues and homosexual issues because it is one of the defining moral touchstones of our day. How can we not be talking about it? And I actually made this point almost a year ago, really not quite, back when the United States Supreme Court actually made its decision that would allow and require, really, every state in the United States uh, to allow same-sex marriages. Uh, In a commentary that I wrote that's on the TomorrowsWorld.org website, titled, How Will Same-Sex Marriage, Quote-Unquote, Affect You? Uh, Dateline there, uh, June 26, 2015, written actually here in Charlotte. I made this statement. The court's decision on same-sex marriage is no small matter. It puts a legal stamp of approval at the highest levels of secular power in the land on a radical redefinition of society's most fundamental unit of civilization. Those who still think it will not affect them will soon enough be surprised. Those who expect to quote live and let live will soon be disappointed. And those who do not see how this will accelerate deep and profound rifts and transformations in our culture will soon have these illusions torn away. The fact is, you cannot mess with the foundation of civilization and not have ramifications that are vast and huge. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 11:3, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's a rhetorical question because the answer is understood, nothing. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Nothing. And here we see now major universities being pressured not to be included as a part of sports and basketball programs uh, because of their religious stance on this one item, this idea that God defined man and woman uh, in sexual relationships the way he did. Uh, we see people being, having their businesses shuttered, being sued by not just individuals, but states. Why do we talk about it at Tomorrow's World? Because it is culture changing. It is one of the most radical transformations of the morality of our nation and our world in decades, if not centuries. So yes, we are duty-bound by God to talk about it. And this thing with the NCAA is just one more piece of evidence. I hope this webcast has been profitable. I do hope you'll check out our other resources at tomorrowsworld.org.